Yo, this is Zero from El Vu and LA Natives Podcast. And I'm happy to announce that Malinali Superfoods now has a storefront location. And we invite all our community to come and partake in our family recipes, in our ancient foods, and in our intention. Our intention is to gather our community, to share the wisdom of our ancestors, but most of all, have a place to be ourselves. So we invite you to come to 4528 Whittier Boulevard in the heart of East Los Angeles. So come, stop by, enjoy our awas, our superfood smoothies, our nutrient powders, and understand that food is our medicine. Our ancestors were brilliant engineers, and they created strong, powerful foods that we share with the community. Aho, Ometeo, Tonansi, Tonato. We start out on this new road. No turning back. But we have our ancestors with us. We're going to continue to dance with them. Dreaming them. Calling them. We are becoming what we were. It is borrowed that Maya prophecies. Seven triangles of light. Keep walking. You are the spirit of Unaku. Keep walking. We the human, we are doing the spirit of Unaku. Thank you. 
who built this place and why and what they felt and what they thought about the world. These are not anonymous people anymore. Community. LA natives. Oh. We're back live. Oho, Mateo. How are you doing, JB? Oh, everybody. Happy Sunday. What a beautiful day we've had out in LA today. So How are you doing, Armando? I'm doing fantastic. And good news, Pause One is got, is no longer, he's free, right? Yep. Our, 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 our follow. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. We did it. <laughs> Shout out to Pause One. He just left the building. He just shot his podcast here not too long ago. Absolutely. He's the family. We will always be intertwining our networks and and working together in that in that way but shout outs i'm so happy that he's out of that um designed trap right to to catch not only native people but black people and always keep aware of that so shout out to pause one i'm glad you're home i'm glad you're safe and i'm glad the community rallied rallied around them and, but it was a little controversial right it was, it was yes it was definitely controversial <laughs> but you know his his fans Truly showed support, helped him raise some funds, and uh, and he gave it all back very humbly, you know, because he just didn't didn't need it for his defense. But shout out to Pause One, uh, he's a good brother of mine, great hip hop artist by the way. Check out his new music video that I shot. Absolutely. Oh, right. you made called, a new video? Yeah, called Wrong Road. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Pause One. Shout out to UndergroundHipHopBlog.com, our master network of. Massively talented hip hop artist. Please check out that page and sign on to that page. And um, you know, I, w- I want to shout out all the new subscribers we we have on our website. Oh, you really? know, okay, uh, Zero. We just put up the website not too long ago, and you know, for sure, by the first, we're gonna have some uh, great products there available. Yeah. Absolutely, to, to our fans. Page. Yeah. And remember, those that are subscribed to our website are. Right away entered to our free raffle. We have a free raffle every week. Every week we give away something for free. Yes. And we post it right here on our front altar. So this week we are actually giving away that indigenous uh, dope-ass beanie that you see up here in the front. So subscribe to our website and you're automatically entered into our raffle every Sunday. Right. And also subscribe to our IG page, LA Natives. Yep. Um, follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash LA Natives. You know what I like about what we've done so far, Armando and Jenny, mm. is that we created a really solid foundation. So all the community that has been watching loyally, uh, replaying on Spotify, we've gotten some amazing comments and, and know that the comments really hit our heart. And, and, uh, and we really it, it motivates us to come here on the next Sunday and give you the best podcast that we possibly can. So thank you so much to those 100 solid followers, because I think we've been hitting the hundred in the hundreds in the hundreds, a hundred yeah. plus. And, and, and like I said, this was like a, a prototype podcast, right? Right. Like it wasn't really something that we thought we were going to be able to scale so quickly. But with your amazing skills, Armando, and your amazing talent and, you know, the dedication that you have for this community and the work that you put into it, you know, we're so grateful for you to have this network like this. For, for sure. And, you know. To add to the excitement of today's show, like we're not only giving away, you know, pieces to 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 uh, you know, uh, as part of our, gi- our, our our giveaway, but 
Like to give away this indigenous fourteen ninety two beanie means a lot to me mm. because that beanie is not just any beanie, right, Zero? Absolutely mm. not. That's like a uniform. That's like mm. when you wear a that movement. Yeah, I would say it's a movement. Like you when know? we go to events, Jenny, and and we see like two three kids wearing that, mm. it's like we almost go, whoa! That's like almost starting to become a community, right? Like like what we're building here on LA Natives is yeah, a community. Exactly, and that's that's what I wanted to mention right now. It's not just introducing hip hop. It's not just introducing native hip hop. We really want to give you guys the entire aspect of being native, whether that's through jewelry, whether that's through clothing, whether that's through our foods, you know, really understanding that this is a way of life. This is not just, oh, I'm going to get into this, you know. Now, once you connect with this, you're going to connect with it and everything aligns itself. So we're here to help you guys out, you know, rocking an indigenous 1492 beanie. And for anyone that's tuning in from the Mike Bone Camp, much love, much respect. Mm -hmm. We're about to get them on the line in a few minutes. Yes. Absolutely. I'm excited to do the show with these individuals. I played with them before. I just don't remember what show it was. You can't forget about them. Like when you play with them, you like know who they are forever because one, they have a distinct look and two, they're very funny and they're talented. They, they have some good music and I'm not completely 100% familiar with their whole entire catalog, but what I've heard and the things they have accomplished with the songs that they've written, I mean, it's, it's a pretty dope. Thank you so much for all the Mike Bone fans that are reaching out and no Mike Bone fans that... Once you become, once you come to the community, once you come to LA Natives, you're a part of this community and we expect you to go out there and sign up at our page, follow us on Twitch, all those things, because we want to give things to you. We want to, we want to create a community. Um, I was going to talk about a little bit very quickly about the ancient markets of the past, right? And you go, well, when people brought things to that market, Armando, they brought things that were like, if I grew fruit, I was the best fruit grower and my fruit would compare to anybody else's fruit, right? Or someone who made jewelry or someone who made music or, and, and consider LA native that market, mm. right? You're going you're gonna to find a dope painter through our network. You're going to find the, the type of music that really relates to you. Like Mike Bones music. Yeah. There are people from his area. They obviously are successful. They have plenty of followers on IG. They're hardworking artists. They, I mean, Oklahoma City. They're putting that city on the map. Absolutely. And they, they came out on that show. What is it called? I think it's, is it America's Got Talent? Yes. America's Got Talent. So, I mean, that when you're on that type of show, you go, oh, wow, they were there live or whatever. But it gets replayed. And then... You share it on, on Instagram and you're on this massive stage. Um, what is that called when they're on like a network TV? It's like national, national publication, right? So like kind of, it's kind of, if I were to compare it to like Taboo, Taboo was national with the Black Eyed Peas, but it became global with Shakira. So those are the scales we're looking at. So and, and Mike Bone, they're definitely on their way. Yeah, absolutely. If they keep going, I mean, nobody, nobody, someone told me when it, when I was a young artist, they're all like, no matter how long it takes, you're going to make it. When you put love into art or when you put love into something that you created, even if you put it down for a few years, you're going to go back to it and you're going to get better and better and better. And that's why the artists that do crack through are the ones that never gave up. They just relentlessly and then one day it just boom, they're there. 
So we're getting our guests on the phone, and uh, we're waiting to see if they answer. Yeah, what's up? Here we go, <laughs> guys. <laughs> Mike Bones. My bones in the house. How's the weather out there? It is uh, beautiful. What is it? About 78 degrees, mm, full beautiful. sun, a light breeze coming Hi. in from the north. A good day to go to the beach. Mm. Hey. <laughs> I like it. So, how, how's it? How's the weather? I know the weather is not the same where you're from, right? <laughs> That's so, such a tease. Let me see. <laughs> It's <laughs> just now changing. Oh, yeah. to sunny and warm. Oh, um, really? So you guys got through your winters, right? They were not. I said you got through the winter because isn't Oklahoma pretty cold out there? I, forgive me. We're from California. We think everywhere's hot all the time. You know, we have. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got through the second part, like a winter storm. Um, How cold was it? How cold was it? Um, oh, it got down to twenty and thirty. Ooh. Twenty and thirty. See, because we here's a comparison of what we feel as like LA natives, me, Jenny, Armando, because we're native Californians, and <laughs> and we think it's cold when it's like forty five. Yeah, forty five. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're spoiled out here. I mean, even though, and, no, I mean, no, we, when I mean it's cold, I mean, we're putting on winter jackets, two pairs of pants, like two pairs of socks, like that is like extremely cold. We feel like we're going to freeze to death in that weather. When you guys wow. actually yeah, get below zero, right? In that area and region. But anyways. Uh, it's been below. Yeah. yeah. Go on. Uh, yeah, I think the coldest we've ever been is in Alaska. I think it was like negative 15. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. But they called it something else. It was like, I think they go by Fahrenheit. Okay. Something like that. So oh. it made it sound worse than what it was. Because mm. right. the numbers was higher, I guess, or something like that. I was like, oh, man. Now, well, the, the reason I, I'm bringing up the weather, not to be small talking, but I want people to get a real sense Cause like I'm from California, I have no idea what real cold weather is, right? But you're the natives that come from the the different part of the region, and even if it isn't super snowy there or whatever, I it's really important for us here as a community, as LA natives, to really understand your region, understand your lands, where 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 do you guys come from, and, paint and a picture. yeah, paint a picture for us so that when we go there, we're already familiar and we have that indigenous connection. That's not connected to a corporate style, but more along the lines of the heart medicine that we all are trying to reach. So explain your, your region for a little bit, like where, where you guys come from and what's it like to be there. You know what I mean? Well, we actually do have a perfect song for that, too. Uh, we explain all kinds of oh, wow. things about Oklahoma. What's nice. the name of that song? And it's called Oklahoma. What's up, Oklahoma? Welcome to Oklahoma from the what y'all from? Not only native, yeah. Current native album, and that album has twenty-two songs, and we talk about just how a lot of the roads are like kind of beat up, and then you never get used to the weather. It changes every thirty minutes. Wow, that's Right. right. So, I mean, weather is a, is a, is a relevant topic when we're talking to individuals that come from Oklahoma, because 
I mean, I know it's diverse, but I also know that the poverty there is, is pretty great. So, I mean, please continue. Yeah, it's getting pretty bad, especially we have the COVID. Um, I think we have our own skid row kind of building up. Wow. Mm, wow. Yeah, and what else? Oklahoma football, people really in the Oklahoma football. We're not fans of football, but <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. yeah we, we've actually done a couple of Feed the Homeless events. Um, we did Church Under the Bridge, and then we did um, uh, Feeding the, what's it called? Feed the Harvest. Feed the 5,000. So, uh, like, we like, we like to give back to the, to the homeless. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, coming from that part of the country, I mean, a lot of, a lot of, um, natives out there in the community out there that comes from where we're, we're from, we're very spoiled by the riches amount. Uh, like California is very rich. You know, it gives community funds for people. I mean, you gotta be really, really mentally, you know, hurt to be homeless out here in California because there's so many organizations, there's so many County, there's so many city, um, outreach that gives money away, but in a place like Oklahoma, which is probably doesn't have that funding, you know, it relies on federal funding to keep it up. And, and especially in the reservations, are you guys from a reservation or are you guys from the city of Oklahoma? I'm born and raised in Oklahoma city, nice. city native. That's why we have the urban accent, urban accent. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we've been to a couple of reservations, but like reservations here, I feel is different than reservations elsewhere because uh, the first time we went to um, a reservation out in South Dakota, we were like, oh man, it's sad. And then we went to a, um, a reservation out in Idaho, we were like, oh wow, they're actually doing stuff. And then we went to a reservation in California, and we were like, man, y'all from Florida. <laughs> we went to Florida. <laughs> we went to Florida, right? And they, they picked us up. We go to this uh, gated community. And we had to check in. And I go, who are we picking up? And he was like, no, this is the red. I go, no, this, a, this ain't no red. This is the suburbs. This is a gated community. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Which that, one was that one? <laughs> Can you share that one? I think I have a few. Oh, that was in Florida. Yeah, they, uh, it was. It was in Florida. It wasn't because we know a few tribes out here, like um, Morongo, Torres Martinez, um, Oscalientes. Like suburb area. Yeah, the, they got five you know, beamers in every yard. That 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 we're familiar <laughs> with that story. We're like, yeah. whoa, what, what natives live here? I mean, it's like Beverly Hills natives or something. <laughs> exactly. That's the only other time I wanted to be another tribe. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Also, that I like about. You, what you just explained right now is that we're we're kind of similar in the sense that we grew up in the city, right? I didn't grow up in a reservation. I'm completely 100% native, and but I didn't grow up in a reservation. I didn't have the reservation experience. So I, I the, the premise of, of what we're doing here with the podcast is so that we can open the eyes of all indigenous people to be a little bit wider, right? And, and, and just kind of accepting of, of people's you know, where they come from, right? Because everybody wants to rush over here to California and become the next, you know, big hit or whatever. But it's also cool to stay right. stay in your lane and, and, and maybe not stay in your lane, but stay from your region and explain that story that's happening there because obviously it's not the same one that's happening here. You know, like you said, the homelessness yeah. is probably double or triple in the middle. Is it like the middle of the country? I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with maps and shit, but... 
Um, yeah, it's pretty much kind of dead center. Yeah, it's dead center. We call the middle. Um, we've been called the the dusty south because we're on top of the dirt. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right above Texas, the state shaped like a pan. And um, what else? Well, that's saying? cool. I mean, you're painting uh, never, a you're painting a really good picture, at least for me, in terms of what we're who we're talking to right now, right? Because sometimes people come to Los Angeles and they're not themselves. They they try to act their persona or whatever, whatever you know. Mm-hmm. We artists do, right? We create this persona, and then when we hit the stage, we become that thing, and and you know, we let everything come through that. And then when you interview here in Los Angeles, you don't get the sense of like you know the poverty that's there. And the, the real struggles that you guys go through, because I'm sure that this situation that we're that we're going through, I don't like to name it. I'm not going to put too much emphasis on it, but we know it's affecting everyone. And you guys as performers, I mean, I'm sure it's affecting your guys's wallet and ability to just experience life. Right. Oh, man, definitely. It hit. Hey, they announced it because um, we had shows lined up and. The day they announced it, I'm going to say the day the Thunder played that game is when they announced it. And we were watching TV and we were supposed to fly out to go do a show. And when they announced that, we got the phone call and they were like, they canceled. And then another show canceled and another show canceled. And we were just like, man, it's not looking good. Yeah. (laughs) We stopped getting phone calls and emails and And everything virtual. You know what, Armando, you know how hard it is to get to a place where like, you know, Mike Bone has gotten to a place where people are actually taking their phone calls or they're giving them and offering them paid gigs and lining that up. And then to have this type of break in their in their, um, you know, while they're while they're, you know, booking shows, you don't get that back right away when it starts up again. Right. And uh, little Mike and, and Funny Bone. I just want to say, as a huge hip hop fan, you guys are really, really, really dope. You guys have a style, like a down south style, that's like really solidified, you know. And yeah, I heard a, I heard a little bit of Little John in there. I mean, at least I'm not too familiar with that style, <laughs> but for sure, Little John just popped into my head. There's definitely some crunk in your music, and I guess it's needed. There's definitely some crunk in your music, and I guess it's needed in Oklahoma to just stay warm. You know, dancing <laughs> keeps the body warm, so. You guys' yeah. performance and are excellent. When Mike got started, he liked to listen to artists that would scream on the track. This is way back in like the 90s, uh, or the 80s, uh, 90s, 90s. Yeah, so like Bust the Rhymes, Onyx, um, any death metal, mm. um, stuff like that, you know, just like. Um, he went from hip hop to death metal. <laughs> I mean that that shows that that shows the 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 spectrum of an yes, artist, right? Because yes. you have to have a spectrum. Like a lot of people, I look to painters for lyrical inspiration. I, I don't look to other lyricists for inspiration on things that I'm gonna do. I look for a muse outside of it. So when you said death metal, it was like. How can I how can I artistically incorporate this into my style of music, which is brilliant? That is that's the act of a brilliant artist. In my yeah, opinion. So if you go back to uh, our second time on AGT, the song we did on the second round, we actually wrote that to a metal song, a metal beat or whatever, and um, so we wrote that and then we put it to that, and the funny was like. Wow. I mean, if you hear it, just by the lyrics, 
you're just like, is this a rock song? <laughs> <laughs> but like to the beat, you're just like, oh, this boy is crocking a not crocking a cross from a truck and ride us. You know what? You know what? You know what really, really stands out to me when I listen to your music or when I've heard your songs, and even right now in your, in your little um, the demo that you just gave us live, the cadence in it is right on for that music of genre music. You know what I mean? It doesn't sound like it's made up, or you know, it, it took it takes a while to craft that type of cadence. So, man, that that sounded really brilliant. Like the timing. So we have somebody uh, named by. Go on. We used to make our own beats, and like something we noticed is like us that are more catchy have a jingle to it. Mm. And so, like, if that jingle gets stuck in your head, mm-hmm. then we've done our work. Mm-hmm. So, we've learned to write in a pattern to, to where that jingle gets stuck in your head. Theme songs, movies type songs, that's the kind of stuff we like to try to write. And uh, speaking of movies and TV shows, and uh, we actually, our music is getting played in a new TV show coming up called Reservation Dog. And wow! Congratulations! Friends. I've heard about that. I heard of, I heard about that TV show. Yeah, we play a small part in that. Yeah, so Jenny had somebody had a comment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to shout out Rock and Rob One Twenty One right now. Those are um, those that are joining hey. us on our chat. Um, um, obviously, you know they're they're probably a big supporter of you guys and stuff. So he is anybody that's joining in our chat right now. You can follow the links. They have um, you guys have a PayPal. You guys have a donation link. You guys have T-shirts. You know, you guys have a lot of songs out. The Powwow Swag, um, Faith Faith T-shirts, and but the number one thing I really wanted to say is. Um, he basically just said right now, new little Mike was doing that way before little John. Let's make this very oh, clear. Okay. <laughs> so, so little John. Yeah. So I wanted you. to shout you out, you know, and I wanted to make that very clear. So the, they're basically acknowledging that you guys have been here way before little John. Well, that's cool. You've been grinding and it sounds like it's, it's sound, you, your, your sound is perfect for what you, the type of music you're making. So, I mean, it's, it's shout oh, out. Yeah, when I started my when I started doing the remix, the yeah, it was back when Flavor Flavor was saying, yeah, boy. Back mm. then I say, yeah, boy. So I said, yeah. And then it turned into, yeah. And then it turned into, yeah. <laughs> then everybody was like, oh, that's little John. You know, I love, um, I love your guys' right? accent. Your accent is like spot on from where you're from. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. If you live in Colorado, you can occasionally hear the... The Oklahoma country come out. <laughs> the Oklahoma country. There you go. See, that's what I mean is that we got a wide family. We our our reach and, and hopefully we're we're accomplishing it with this with this, you know, interview is solidifying you in, in our circle, right? Our community that that has been uh devastated for a very long time, but with with um intentions like ours right now and reaching out to you brothers and having a very relaxed and and uh, very informative um, trying to connect, you know, with you. So hopefully, you know, you could come back when you have new music and stuff like that. But I mean, I just want to make sure that you, that you know that you're in the in our house and you're very welcome. And hopefully, when we go out there, we we have that same connection because the 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 whole root of this podcast is to create those outreaches to you know different parts of of the country. I was actually looking forward to you guys coming in. Yeah, yeah, we were looking forward to coming. in. We were looking forward to you guys because Armando had mentioned he's like, they're going to come out. And I was like, wow, that'd be crazy. So um, when you guys do have plans 
to come out to LA, we would love to have you guys back on in studio. Mm-hmm. That that would be awesome. And yeah. and I think by then we'll be doing some shows too. Well, you know the thing is that Armando also also puts together one of the dopest shows in Los Angeles. Man, he's he's true to to hip hop and 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 is very talented in putting together a show that people will come and watch. So hopefully, when in the in the new year that's coming in. You know, whether they allow us or not, we'll put together something so that we invite you guys to come out here. Wow. Wow. So Rock and Rob just shared with us 23 years. You guys have been doing this for 23 years. Wow. Yes. Can we talk a little bit about that? Wow. We started both at the age of 12. So I started in 92, but um, together we've been out at 97. Wow. I started in 97. Wow. And then you didn't hit You didn't hit the bigger... Um, stages till when? Oh, wow. So I'm going to say 2001. We, Damn, 2001. 2001, we, we, uh, hold on. We was the um, the New Orleans flood thing because that's when the Hornet came to Oklahoma City uh-huh. and we got to do the halftime show for the Hornet. Oh, wow. Yeah. Man, you guys have been on like some stages. Like, <laughs> I mean, an NBA yeah. <laughs> crowd. <laughs> what is that like? Fifty thousand people. Yeah. So, um, actually, to be honest with you, there was more of a crowd at city, seating the five thousand <laughs> than there was at at that time for the Hornets. Oh, okay. But, um, seating the five thousand, there was. It, we were at the um, state fair, and we were giving away backpacks full of stuff and um there was free food like a, a box of food that people take home mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and there were so many people there that people was overwhelmed wow. and we got off stage we did our songs and then we, we had a tent and we planned to sign autographs and there were so many people lined up we were <laughs> what a beautiful we, we i mean congratulations brothers Died. And this is all independent, right? You're like you fund this yourselves, and and this is, or do you have a label? Yeah, no, no paper trail for here. And that's nice. another thing we tell uh, up and coming artists and a lot of people that uh, support us is that uh, all the streaming and merch buying goes directly to supporting us and continuing on our journey. And there's no label behind us putting money in us. Uh, we got a bunch of different record deal offers, but when you look in those contracts, they're not really beneficial to the artist. Mm-hmm. Well, we, when, those, when have we as natives ever got the right deal when we signed a paper for anything? <laughs> Any <right>? contract. <laughs> right? That's exactly what we did. <laughs> it's like every time we signed a paper for, with somebody who was of Caucasian descent or what we call it, white it people. It never turned out good. Right? What are white people? White people are people who don't respect the earth. Don't respect the water. Don't respect the air. And don't respect the fire. This is a white person. So whenever those people offer you a piece of paper, read it very carefully is what you're saying. And most of the time it's to get you in a, in a bad situation. And, and so, like I said, when have we as natives ever signed a paper and it worked out? You know, because it never well, really worked I, I out. I just tweeted uh, on our Twitter page, all these treaty rights and still not treated right. Exactly. Mm, Perfect. So, the the words of song. a that's a word of a poet. That should be a hook. <laughs> so, so maybe throw it in the song of the future. Absolutely. That's so a I, I actually wanted to ask you guys, when did you guys start incorporating 
um, you know, your guys' background in the music, in, in the indigenous uh, topics, the native topics, um, was it just right off jump on your guys' early projects? Or when was that transition? You can actually hear the transition in our album uh, around 2005. 2005. So the first, the, the first Rainbow song was born in 2005. After he was in school and they um they didn't have a talent show that year and so he was like well I, I'm trying to get on stage it was my senior year and I wanted to go out with a bang so the only thing available was a cultural day event and they said for me to perform I had to write a song that was ethnical and educational mm. so I came up and got the book and started researching my ancestry and Randolph was born. And our native pride was born yeah. that too. That kind of cause like it wasn't just the books. We was going to powwows. We went to sweat. We went to um, uh, elders' homes that were uh, medicine men or whatever. They were tell us the difference between what uh, what our spiritual connection is to Creator versus what Christianity says. Right. And we made that connection that, you know, we we don't need to turn our, our back on God because of what someone did with their evil intentions. Because God is still God without sin. Mm-hmm. So all they all they were able to do is bring us his name. <coughs> yeah. That's something we have yeah, a problem that- with is people controversy uh, people coming at us saying that you uh, you guys are stuck in the white man's religion and whatnot. And mm. We try to let them know it's, it's bigger than what the white people did. Mm. It, Jesus isn't behind all that. They just used his name for their own wicked agenda. Mm-hmm. And well, so it ain't the first time they stole something. Man. <laughs> mm. Well, I mean... If you go back into the books, the real books that they hid, they talk about Jesus being a black darker person and they try to hide those books but and I like the fact that he used earth elements in some of his um healing processes <coughs> medicine man <laughs> excuse me I'm sorry I got something stuck in my throat so if it coughed and bothered you also um, uh, to all the new fans out I, there the, the first time that they're just hearing is um we are very versatile in our music so yeah. don't just assume that all our music sounds the same because we're bigger than that. Every song is not going to sound like Rain Dance. Yeah, we, we try to adapt to every beat that we buy. So, um, And something that we've been trying to do uh, with our last three albums is to um, separate each beat by a genre and then mix it in with that. So with Beat of the Drum, there's actually a booty mix song that's mixed with how the kids are rapping now. Mm-hmm. So the hook is, is like, give me that drug, give me that bass, give me that drug, give me that bass. And then it turns into a booty mix, and people are like, whoa, I ain't heard that in years. Right. <laughs> and right. Beat of the Drum is our latest album that we released. And that has like a bunch of different indigenous artists. Superman is on there. 17 albums. Uh, yeah, I mean, they put in work. I mean, they're hitting Conejo numbers. Like, you know, massive, massive, like, I mean, those, that, and that just shows how hard you work, and obviously, the topics that, that, 
an artist has to come up with and the, the, the inspiration to write on these topics. And I know we all know that, you know, to be in an inclusive community, one can't be judgmental over anybody's others, anybody else's decision and whatever faith that they choose has to be respected, whether, you know, the story was distorted or not. But then at the same time, I also have to defend those that want nothing to do with it. Like when I tell people, and I hope this doesn't offend anybody out there, but I don't believe anything. And I want to, I want to make sure that everybody's clear with this. Anything that the white man brought here. Anything. 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 I don't care if it was written in Harvard. I don't care if it was written in, in um, you know, whatever college. As long as it's written by somebody that came from that European descent, that had the philosophy of disrespecting the earth, disrespecting the water, disrespecting the air, mm -hmm. and disrespecting the fire, I want nothing to do with. And that leaves me in a very, or that leaves those in a very compromised situation because everything is written in books. Everything comes from an opinion from an institution that was forcefully imposed on right. indigenous people. And so my mission is to tell the truth, but I also have to do it very humble and respectful yeah. to those that do have that faith and know that there is no separation between me and you just because you have that faith. We're all one people mm -hmm. yep. with many, many different perspectives. We all didn't have Mohawks and we all didn't, admire the same bird feathers we admire the feathers that were in our region that were in our trees that we made deep connections with that's our yeah. original understanding and I, think, and I think our original our original true creator is mother earth absolutely so i think that's where no matter what you believe in that's where we all become one is the understanding of taking care of mother earth and understanding that we all come from her yeah, and that we are here to protect her and for the next seven generations. That's what um, that's what the other people don't understand is how we have a connection to creator like that mm. because mm. we honor the earth, the fire, the wind, and the water. Mm -hmm. If you have a, a certain respect for creator's creation, then you have a, a direct connection to creator Absolutely. and his purposes. So when people see us do the rain dance and it rains outside, it's, it's creator being ironic or uh, just, you know, showing people, oh, yeah, I'm here. I'm just, you know, giving yeah. y'all a little sprinkle mm -hmm. just to let y'all know I'm down with people. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it's it's it, cool. It's, it's good. You know, and and you, know what, you know what's so amazing for me is the style you're doing it in. Like, it's, 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 it takes a, a, a very creative person to put these things in that type of music because that type of music is usually seen as a dance music, as a club music. And now you're interjecting, mm -hmm. you know, rain dance and medicines and behind and, the crunk. Yeah. Behind these, these very, um, you know, they could be aggressive drums, right? They're very aggressive. Those type of songs like, rah, 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 you know, you guys are screaming really. And, and some of the hooks, and, which is and cool. The, and the, and mm -hmm. the remix they uh, there's native flutes in there, but it's not like actual native playing the flute. It's like the computer board flute. But, um, you know, we got that 
in there just because we were like, oh, we need some native food. Well, we got the natives in there, you know, it don't sound native. That, that to me is the, the dopest thing you could do as an indigenous artist is how to implement a piece of you in there. Your original self, dude, right? The one, the you one. You need to hear our, our title track, from "Beat of the Drum," "Beat of the Drum" featuring Young Buffalo Horse Drum Group, oh. and we merged powwow music with hip hop, and it is epic. Yes, I, epic. I see that. To me, is, I'm excited to hear stuff like that. I'm excited to hear stuff like that because it's not easy to do. It takes a lot of things. You have to be very creative. The timing is not the same as something that you're used to creating in your studio. I mean, I'm excited to hear um, projects that that take those type of boundaries, you know, that, that erase those lines of, oh, I got to sound like this person or I want to make a song that's similar to this popular song that someone else did. I mean, it's it's another level. So I hope the community out there at LA Natives is really listening to, you know, how, you know, you guys are really giving advice. You guys have been doing this for 22 years or three? 23. This, this year will be 23. Yeah, 23 and, years. Uh, How much experience do you guys have for these young natives who want to express themselves just like you do? You know, how, how your style evolves, how your message evolves. You know, that, that's such a, you know, beautiful thing to be able to share. And I'm sure you share it with everyone. Yeah, just, I mean, if you enjoy music, enjoy music that way when you're writing to music, you know, every perspective and every angle that you can attack a beat or song or poem to the best of its ability. And um, and something we like to do is when we write, we keep it clean, quality content, no nonsense. And that not only does it open up doors for you to be placed in films and TV shows and radio stations, but it, it just... It makes it family friendly and it gives you like a, uh, it gives your music a sense of honor, I guess. People can honor it and have integrity and it's just overall better. Like what you, what you put out there is out there mm. and I like you can take it back. That's a good point. Like, oh, I didn't really, I didn't really mean to say that back in the day or that was the old me that said that and I don't really represent that no more. When you can just be like, oh yeah, I was that at in good standing. Something you can be proud of. On that. Well, that was a cool thing about no. hip. That was a cool thing about hip hop is that every time an artist like came out with a project, they had to top themselves, so they had to evolve that message, you know, yeah. to something different. Like, oh, now I'm about this, or now I'm about that. And um, that's the exciting yeah, part yeah. of it, you know, no, and I know you have it. And, and the problem when you have projects that you like, you know, I'm sure you have more than 10 projects out and I'm sure it's in the, in, in the double digits, but sometimes people get stuck on, on a certain phase of your evolution because you guys put out so much work and they want to hear that old nostalgic memory of a song. Let's say for, for instance, from the Christian era, and then because you guys evolved it to a point where now you're in, more indigenous and, and, and all that stuff. So, I mean, sometimes people get stuck with that sound. So that's cool that you push your boundaries, and that just shows that you're just a brave artist. You know, I, I'm, I'm right. not here to regurgitate the things you like. I'm here to evolve your spirit and evolve my art, right? That's a great way of putting it, Ruben. Thank you. Yeah. JB? So, yeah, also, it's just, uh, I mean, it's a pleasure, bro. I just want to say that, you know, again, I uh, I want to extend, 
like I want to be as friendly as possible because that's the point of this community, right? It's that we all recognize each other as brothers. And that's the theme of this, this show, you know? And I mean, I, it feels like this interview isn't, I, I thought I would struggle a little bit more, you know, with it, but it's coming out very good because I feel like I'm connecting with brothers that I haven't seen in a while. You know, those distant cousins that are way out there in Oklahoma. But now, <laughs> but now we know when we put our shows on and when we, when these brothers, you know, get the, get the pass to come out here, we're going to have fun. Because the one thing about your shows is that they're hilarious. I played with you guys before. I know you don't, probably don't remember me, yeah. but I played with you guys before. I remember you can't forget you guys. You know, it's like you guys are hilarious. And plus, you guys have that dirty, that dirty South kind of. Asking you if you remember. I don't remember what show it was, but it was for an Indian organization uh, that brought us out. Huh. Was, oh my uh, god! Michigan? No, no, I don't remember. But I remember you guys. I remember you know, obviously the way you guys look, and 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 obviously your music because your music is like, whoa, that came out of those guys. Like you know, because you guys are pretty pretty energetic when you guys do your thing. So you can't forget yeah. it. You can't forget it. I wish I remembered what show it was, but yeah, I don't remember. But I, I, I know that that's the thing. That's, a, that's another thing that I want to point out. You guys are unforgettable, right, Armando? Like once you see that. Absolutely. Just, just don't, you know them right away. And that's brilliant. Right. That's what an artist does. He's and like, they're dope hip hop artists. And this is exactly why we even decided <laughs> to do this hip hop podcast. Right. The LA Natives to, to pay tribute to cats that are, you know, that fall into that umbrella yeah that cloth of indigenous hip-hop native hip-hop and when i stumbled upon their music i'm like we need to get them on yeah mm. absolutely and you guys have also collabed with other artists as well rock and rob is sh super shouting you guys out and <laughs> advertising you guys like crazy in our <laughs> chat room so anybody out there come join our chat room and check out all the links that they have but he's actually mentioning that you guys have worked uh, very with some um, quite a few artists you want to share a little bit about that what kind of artists have you guys collabed with that's another thing we like to do is collaborate because it it broadens your fan base. It uh it you gain their fans, they gain some of your fans, and it's a win win from our view. And you get to experience working with other artists and maybe even learn from them and take maybe even teach them something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so like mm -hmm. um Jake and Red Cloud. Um, oh, you did a song with Red Cloud? That's cool. Yeah, Red Cloud's cool. I know yeah. Red Cloud. Yeah, yeah so many artists we've worked with in the past. Uh, like I said, Young Buffalo Horse, the drum group is Sinjati. Sinjati. Um, man, so many, man. I can't even think, man. Well, I mean, you guys so have a 23 years, years, yeah, you guys 23 year career, man. That's 17 the, albums. 17 yeah. albums. That's I mean, I'm sure you guys. You let, me, let me say, each one of our albums, we tried to put at least. 20 songs on each album. Wow. Yeah, and, and I that's, think on that's, the Big Things album. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's, on that's the big dope. Things album, mm -hmm. Two songs are just us. The rest is all features. <laughs> wow. Well, that's cool. I mean, that's yeah. easier. I mean, when you feature artists, it's easier to write songs because you're just responsible for your piece. And then the other person's responsible for their piece. But you know what? I, you know what? You know what? I, this whole interview, it's, you know what's running through my head? I can't figure out if you're from uh -huh. Oakland. Or Oklahoma, but anything with the oak, they kind of talk like that. <laughs> yeah, anything with oak in it, they kind of talk like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> shout out to Oakland, <laughs> shout out to Oklahoma. 
we got brothers that talk like <laughs> each other right here. <laughs> they have the same dialect is what we would say, right? I mean, it's yeah, cool. Yeah, because like, funny Everybody's like, you got a New York accent. And then, like, I guess I got, like, a Texas accent sometimes. But it just depends on the Well, day. if you go to Oakland and start talking like, that way, you're going to fit right in because people from Oakland kind of talk like that. I guess <laughs> it has a name, though. I guess uh, Rock and Rob, I guess it has a name. It's called Dirty South Native Style. Oh, there you go. Dirty South yeah, Native Style. Yeah, that's one of our albums. Hashtag that's Dirty our, South um, Native Style. There you go. I like it. The I like it. album Rain Dance came out on. The first album that Rain Dance came out on was Dirty South Native Stuff. Right 2005, on. right? Yes, 2005. Good law. <laughs> <laughs> you even have your little, they even have the Southern catchphrases, South. right? The, get, the, the little catchphrases that, that, you know, you develop as a hip hop artist, I guess. <laughs> right? Because oh, what, yeah. what was, you know, Little John, that's the only person I could think of that, that you know, off the top of my head. But his was yeah, or what, what was it? He was doing this before Little John. Absolutely, Let's keep that clear. No, I understand that, but <laughs> but that what I'm trying to say is that the the catchphrases comes with that that same style of yeah, or <laughs> you know what people crunk. say. Yeah, the crunk style. Well, right. we actually have a catchphrase: is uh, "You need a party throne called Mike Bone." You need a what? If you need a party throne, call Mike Bone. Oh, oh that one's dope. <laughs> See. Man, you guys are going to be yeah. very, very successful artists. Keep doing what you're doing. We, we, we and, and, our, and, our, uh, and trust. And, and trust. Like, as soon as you guys are on a flyer out here in, in the West Coast or in mm-hmm. L.A., I best believe I'm going to pull up and check you guys perform live. Absolutely. And your best. Uh, and can I highly suggest you guys carry more than one? Can, you, can I highly suggest you guys carry more than one marker for signatures? <laughs> yeah, you're going to have another line down the street. I think, I think the last time we were there, we did a car show for resumes. I think so, yeah. That was it. A car show for who? Resmade, uh, Resmade Car Club had us come down. Okay. And they did a event for the kids. Okay. And uh, we actually shot the music video uh, beat of the drums with some of their uh, vehicles. Oh, nice! It's always it's always cool to yeah. It's cool to implement those type of vehicles. I mean, I mean, they were born here. East Los Angeles developed those low riders. I mean, they they were they were cars. You know those those cars developed from cars that their dads didn't want anymore. Is that right? Yeah, they're cars that they're ah oh, that junk ass. 1950s truck uh, you could have it and so they would get together and paint it and cut the shocks and make a low rider out of it and now they were riding around in the city you know with their old dad's car that they made cool again <laughs> right like so now now when you come to la and you want to shoot a video you're like oh let's get a low rider i mean it's like they're like everywhere here well we live me, 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 me and my partner we go go sunday to commerce the commerce Friday night. Saturday is it Friday night? night yeah. What I think all weekend there's a whole parking lot full of them. Like I the mean, lowriders. you could just go there on that day and shoot a video without asking permission. You're just mm-hmm. like walking around in their car. Whittier Boulevard, LA natives. <laughs> yeah, Whittier Boulevard. So for, keep that in mind if you're here on the weekend. If you need to shoot a video and I you want to have a lowrider. <laughs> right. <laughs> but. Anyways, car, car culture did develop here in East Los Angeles with kids that, you know, 
got creative just like yourselves you know making making your your region talk right because you're taking the slang from your city and implementing it into your to your art and it's and it's obviously effective right armando i mean when you get on stages like the nba and um america's got talent what other stages have you hit guys Oh my goodness! Uh, Canada for uh, Aboriginal Day Live. Ooh. So they go live on um, Indigenous TV network called APTN, and we opened up for Billy Ray Cyrus, and then wow. some. Uh, the, the, the year after that, another famous country singer. I don't know what it is with Canada, but like country and hip hop is together. <laughs> Interesting. I <laughs> so, mean. That's that. Yeah. I, I mean, I've been in Canada several times with my group, you know, when we toured. But yeah, you're right. There is that country influence. You're right. And, and the crazy thing is, a lot of our fans don't listen to, uh, or not a lot of our fans, but um, there are a lot of fans who listen to our music that don't listen to rap. But they'll they listen say, to you guys. Mm. Yeah, they'll say, I don't listen to rap, but you guys sound awesome. I don't know what it is. And then, uh, like you were saying, in Canada, it's a whole other level. And we actually, uh, our first time going, we figured it was just like here, and we could maybe go grab a quick bite to eat at the mall. So we go to the mall, and we walk through the doors, and all of a sudden, a crowd starts screaming and running towards us. Wow. And we think, yeah, we think who who walked in the door? Justin Bieber here? What? <laughs> you, guys, you guys are all turning around. Who is it? Yeah, who's the famous person? And it's you guys. That's dope. Well, Zero, um, you could relate to that because it's like I'm sure you have a lot of fans that don't listen to other music, but they listen to yours. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, because when you when you have a particular message, you know, it it crosses over. And, and things that you're trying to do as an artist, you're not trying to play to a specific genre of people. You're trying to cross over. You're trying to do something that the whole world accepts. And if you can penetrate the heart of a country music fan to listen to Crunk for, what, 30, 40 minutes and, and enjoy it, I mean, then that just shows your power in music. And, you know, big ups to you guys, Mike Bone, because that's not easy to do. That's not easy to, and then, and then to go, and then to make a conscious decision and say, now I'm going to talk about my culture that, and then still try to make it work. I mean, I don't know, it, it, but sometimes it goes to your favor and people just gravitate to it. And that's not even the craziest thing. Like we, uh, we got booked to perform at funerals so much that we started writing a song for funerals. And wow. it's on our latest album, Beat of the Drum. The song is called After Party. And one reason people booked us for their funerals is uh, they wanted to remember their loved one in a happy sense. Mm. And to know that they're in a better place. And there's no more pain, no more tears, no more sorrow. Mm. And so they wanted to party. And so our song is called After Party to let people know their loved one is that the ultimate after party? Yeah, because mm. you know, doing a rain dance in front of the casket just kind of got awkward after a while. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, hey, he's running down his love right now on the grid and side. So, and you know, we would try to say something like that, and then we we're like, man, we need to write a song because this ain't happening. 
And then uh, also we just released the first single that we have ever done, and it's for the missing and murdered Indigenous women movement. Uh-huh. And that uh-huh. song is called "Fit in the Air," and it's just use our platform to spread the word. Oh, and, it's a, and it's a good West Coast shout out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's a West Coast beat with a little bit of um, that uh, uh, Doug C in there. Okay. Okay. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It's, it's a more. Uh, it's not a sad song, so don't don't expect to like cry your tears, cry your eyes out when you're listening. It's more of a a revolutionary type track, uh, something like a rise up anthem, and it's to just call people to spread the word and and share the movement until something changes to protect our people. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you get into the story of Native American people, I mean. To just to still be talking about things that that affect us in our communities, whether we're in an urban setting or whether we're sitting in a reservation, this is not this is not um, something new. But I'm glad that you are found something in your talent to go and and change somebody's perspective about death. Right. That's what it sounds like. You're like, I'm going to write this song to remember this guy in a happy moment. And. Because right. you, you could have easily, I mean, anybody can write a tearjerker, right? You know, you just got to think of a bad moment right. in your life and you and you elaborate on that bad moment. But to write a song and go, I'm going to play this at a funeral, but everybody's going to dance to it and then have fun and laugh. <laughs> that's, that's, right. that's the testament of, a, of, a, of an intelligent person who, who is seen, who's seen a need, you know, and just like Bob Marley, he felt there was a need. In the, in the African community to know that they were stolen people from, from Africa. You guys feel the right. need to share a song in a place where everybody is sad, but now we're going to dance and laugh. I think that's part of being native, yep. right? That's that's part of our cultura, you know, being Absolutely. native. Our, our cultura is all about embracing life and death, you know, and we do see death as a celebration. It's the return going back home. So it makes perfect sense to make a celebration out of it, to get people to dance. And, you know, I'm a big dancer, so I'm a big fan of your guys' beats and stuff. And, you know, really understanding the balance of life and death, you know. So that's a great, beautiful balance that you guys bring into a funeral because most people are really sad, but you guys bring that element of happiness and embracing life. And I think that's just beautiful in such a native way. Yeah, I totally like the perspective, right? You know, everybody... Um, from the Mesoamerican culture understood that death was not what was taught to us, Mm. right? They taught us that death is this monster, the green reaper, the devil, blah, 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 right? But in in Mexica culture and Mesoamerican culture, death could be a grandfather welcoming you in in to your transition, (laughs) right? What is your next step? What is your next step? You know, because the creator, we don't call him the creator so he can extinguish you. He's the creator. He's the creator because he continues to create with you. So then then the perspective of death has to change. I was just telling the story to my partner and my friend had told me that they found this deer who had a broken leg. They were trying to figure out how to help it. And he asked me, he's like, Ruben, you're really deep. You know, what do you, what, 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 I want to know what you would have done. 
And I told him I would have left it there. And he's like, wait, why? And I said, never in the deer world have I seen another deer come and help another deer because he broke his leg. What I'm trying to say is that deer's days were numbered and he had to transition into his next life. So us intervening disrupts with that. But when you write a song, when you write a song about celebrating a person's life, you're doing exactly the perspective of an indigenous individual from thousands of years who looked at death as a doorway into another. So, aho to you and your message, brothers. It's really yes, dope sir. to do that. Oh. We appreciate that, man. You know, we, uh, we just wanted to be, uh, be the ones that spread that kind of good medicine. Absolutely. It's, it's about that time, right? It's a time where we need to just share medicine. Mm. After medicine, after medicine. We need female medicine. We need male medicine. We need community medicine. Mm, that's that's what's going to change for us. And we really appreciate you guys accepting the invite so quick. Yeah, thanks for the quick reply and and the excitement. Right, they yeah, were excited. It, it, about it. It's a pretty new podcast, and we're doing very well. Right, zero. Yeah, and f- for them to be our fifth guest. Yeah. Right. That's amazing, yeah. and it's an honor to have you guys. On this podcast, because like I said, as a hip hop fan, like you guys are really, really, really dope. You guys definitely stand out. Um, you guys have separated yourselves from like the typical hip hop scene out there in, in Oklahoma City, because I'm sure there's a lot of underground artists out there trying to kill it. But you guys put in, you guys put in that work, though. You guys definitely put in that work. And Zero knows exactly what I'm talking about when it comes to putting in work just in, in, in the hip hop game. Right, Zero? I mean, it's, it's almost disheartening the type of work that you put in because you, when, when you gather materials and you build something, the end result is whatever you built. Oh, I could see it. I could walk into it. I could sit down in it or whatever it is that you built. But when you're building a career in music, you're working and you're working and you're working and you're hoping that everybody sees what you're working on. And luckily, Mike Bowen has had the stages to expose their platform. But there's a lot of artists that don't have that platform. And I've been getting submissions left and right from different parts of reservations, New Mexico, Arizona. And this is the show where we need to have that platform. So we we are requiring anybody who's loyal to L.A. Natives to share the podcast, to go on the phone and leave your opinion. What did you think about Mike Bone? Did you make a connection with the brothers of that region? Share with us what you feel about this podcast. Because that's the fuel that we artists use to continue moving forward. Right? I mean, it wouldn't, it, it wouldn't be yeah. the same if, if you didn't have the support that you have. Right, Mike? I mean, to know somebody who got you to this stage, to get you to this gig, to make this manager. I mean, it's, it's a long long road and sometimes you look back and you're like no one no one saw what i did right until you're like 20 years deep and someone some young kid who's 17 says oh man you're from elvu i know the album jaguar prophecies 
And then you're like, whoa, how did you hear that? You were probably like five. You probably even born when I released that album. It was like a long time ago. It was 18 years ago when I released that album. But when you make that longevity, which I think your music could do, because you put so much work and love into it, brothers. And now it's starting to take its own road with the ancestors starting to speak from your tongue. So I wish you nothing but the best. From LA. I appreciate that, man. I hope. I hope. And, um, yeah, but what you were saying is on point. The key to any artist's success is in their supporters and recognizing and sharing and supporting the, the music and the merchandise, all of that. I mean, and never, never stop treating yourself as a business. Because once you stop treating yourself as a business, that's when you lose focus of what your customers want and what uh, the production of quality uh, that you're trying to put out. Absolutely. So make sure that you stay focused on making good content that, this was an industry tech told me. He said, if you make one song in the studio, make sure that one song is worth $5 by itself. Mm-hmm. Mm. Then you can put that song on the album. Mm. I see. <clears throat> Imagine any one of your songs that you record becoming a a hit and going viral. Mm. And would you be proud of that song every time you record? Mm. That's kind of how we record. That, so, yeah, we're. That's there's, there's been a couple of songs we're like. <laughs> you know, it's the hardest thing to do for an album or a project is pick the song, right? Like, cause you're always as an artist going to feel like I missed something. I didn't say a word, right? That line is corny. I could have used a better word. I mean, there's always going to be that chase. And that's why I always refer to my elders in music, right? My elders in music are like Bob Marley, where he says that a song is never done. Even when you think it's done, it's never done. You're going to listen to that and go, mm, I could have did something different. I could have wrote a better line there. And then you have the reaction of everybody going, wow, that junk changed my life. You know, it's like, so there's a, there's a weird dynamic to what you do. And you just got to trust your yolo, your corazón, your heart. Because through that mm-hmm. heart, all medicine comes. Mm-hmm. And, and that's evident through your music, right? Because I'm sure that you write from the heart. You guys sing it so passionately. You guys believe in what you're saying, which led you to very humongous stages. And we're, we can't be prouder of you. You know what I mean? Being indigenous and being a part of this indigenous genre. Yes, and, and Mike Bone, how do you guys feel about having the responsibility of, you know, awakening some of these kids who stumble upon your music, but they're, you know, all about that hardcore hip-hop, that street hip-hop, but they're of native descent or of, you know, culturally there. They just never had anyone, you know, influence them to to follow up and study and and, and engage with that culture. Like, have you guys ever had kids come up to you guys? Like, hey, look, you know, I actually learned a lot of a lot of content from your guys' music. Or it's put me on a different yeah, path. So like, right. It's put me on a different started, path. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right, when we started, we were strictly faith-based, and we were promoting, you know, um, 
not doing drugs and not drinking and healthy lifestyle, healthy life, living style, and you know, talking about our faith and whatnot. But then when we got, uh, when he looked at uh, Rain Dance Song, that sparked a whole different type of thing. Uh, it sparked native pride in, into our, our lives. So our own music sparked our journey with trying to learn our traditional ways and ancestries and all that stuff like that. So that's when we realized, you know what, there's, there's tons of city natives out there that are just living life and not caring about, you know, their culture. And mm-hmm. so I was like, the more we put out good music in, in our form, that it, it'll start their um, hearts and their minds to, uh, you know, go figure it out for themselves, you know. Oh, I've never been to a powwow, or I've, I've never thought about doing a sweat before, or something like that. And then they, they just fall in love with the culture. Let me learn how to make fabric. Let me learn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, I, 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 I have similar experiences. Reawakening you know, the genetic memory. Absolutely. Absolutely. Or at least guiding them back to it. Because really, the, the only person that can awaken that genetic memory is yourself. Mm. Right? Accepting, not mm. being ashamed, not being embarrassed. not Because, not, I mean, the biggest struggle that we as natives that survive genocide, right? The children of prisoners of yeah. war. Right. Because that's what we are. We're people don't understand a lot of the vast amount of natives, those that are a part of, you know, quote unquote, Mexican heritage are prisoners of war, children of prisoners of war, because they came here. The U.S. came here and declared war on us. And we are the minority. that got left over the bastard children, the the so and so. And it happened everywhere. It didn't just happen here. It happened everywhere. So, to bring back that spirit through music, to have that focus is very brave because people are going to question you and go, well, show me your proof that you are Native. Show me your, your, your BIA card. Really? You're, you're Native? Let me see your BIA card. Right. For the whole podcast? Oh. Um, you know, let me see your BIA card or whatever. Um, and you're like, well, I don't have one, but I know I respect the earth. I respect the water. I respect the wind. I respect the fire. That resonates in me so much more than a doctrine that was reviewed by the Vatican and approved. Whether you're in Christian churches, whether you're in Catholic churches, whether you're in Protestant churches, the Vatican plays a big role on all messages religious let's get that straight so you guys are brave warriors keep doing what you're doing you guys have an amazing sound and it was a pleasure meeting you guys my brothers from oklahoma mike bone thank you so much for sharing your story thank you for having us on man it's been an honor um before we go i just want to let everybody know um the Indigenous Hip Hop Awards is coming and oh, be sweet. virtual. Sweet. And we are the host for the Indigenous Hip Hop Awards. For more information on that, just go to, go to our website and follow us, and we'll keep posting about it. MikeBoneMedia.com. 
Yeah, shout out all your pages. Shout out all your pages. How can we find you? How can we support you? How can we, you know, obviously we're going to plug them into our network, right, Armando? And so, you know, yeah, just, you know, share share everything you need to share because this is yep. the community that wants to hear it. Yeah, yeah, so everything's on mikebonemedia.com. And when you go to our website, every link that you can think of is up there. So if it's a streaming link or YouTube, TikTok, PayPal, Twitter, Dash App, you name it. You name it, it's on there. So Perfect. if you look for the icon, and bam, we right there. Well so organized. All of that. Well organized, independent artist. 23 years of experience right there. <laughs> Absolutely. A whole congratulations. Keep moving. We need like 50 years of experience. You know, we need we need you to continue doing what you're doing and um, inspiring everyone who is in the, of indigenous descent to be proud. No matter where you're from, no matter how rich you are, no matter what you have in your possession, no matter how much knowledge was passed down to you. You know, thank you so much for being here, brothers. Yes, this is for everyone that's tuning in. This is uh, Little Mike and Funny Bone, and they make Mike Bone out of Oklahoma City. I really appreciate you guys uh, taking time out of your day to uh, join us on this very, very important podcast. Yay! Appreciate it. We've been honored. Uh, Thank you for giving us a great interview, man. It was awesome. Absolutely. And before we go, give us some give us a little crunk before you go. Give us something. Come on, you did it over the phone several times during the interview. Give us something to remember. All right. I'm Lil Mike and I'm Funny Bob. And you watching LA Natives. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, dude. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Classicomatly. Stay healthy. That was an amazing conversation. Yeah. I mean, Great entertainment. My my partner Jenny, she's telling me, "Well, what are you gonna tell him? What do you talk about?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, man, I'm, I don't know, but I know it'll come out natural, and and they'll express themselves and how they do, babe." Okay. I think I think they're I think themselves. They're just great entertainment. They Absolutely. have such great spirits. They're very happy. They're very you know they're they're ready. They're ready yeah. to shine, and Absolutely. they're shining. Absolutely. And um, I'm sure everyone's curious about this beanie here. Um, oh, we yeah, we yes. have the list of all the emails that uh, subscribed. Okay. Absolutely, and uh, we're, we're gonna go ahead and pick a winner. Okay, what? I'll go ahead and let you do it, Zero. Okay, I'm gonna go like this. It's okay, give me the beanie. Can somebody pass me that beanie? Oh yeah, rock it a little bit. So again, free giveaways every Sunday. Every Sunday. So today we're giving away this dope-ass indigenous 1492 beanie with the Unabku logo on the back, representing for the yin and the yang, the balance of life, the ometeo, the female and the male energies, and indigenous in the front, nice and embroidered. You can't find that beanie anywhere. No, Richie's the only dude that makes it. So, you know, this is an exclusive kind of boutique, you know, um, beanie uh, uniform that represents our movement. The movement of indigenous recognition, not indigenous identity, but the implementation of indigenous philosophies in your daily life. That's LA Natives. You know, so we're about to give away to our community. I'm just going to run my finger and stop. One. All right. Junior.15.oxnard is our winner for today's wow. free giveaway. There you go, That's Junior. That's love. 
Do we know him personally? Do we know? I'm not I don't sure. Know. I don't if, think so. If, if they're joining us, leave a comment. But you will be receiving an email shortly, and we will personally mail it out. I'll go um, this Monday, put it in the mail as soon as they reply back with their address. There right, you go. Cool. You guys heard that. So reply back to us with an address. Junior 15 Oxnard. You are our first winner of our giveaway. Sweet. Amazing. Oxnard's pretty cold, so <laughs> it works out perfect. You know, we have the website. It's pretty much 100%. We're going to be putting out some merchandise, some very cool gear for our LA natives, you know. And we encourage everyone to subscribe because this is going to be a... a a grassroots movement. This is a, a, a way for us to instantly um, notify you guys on anything that we're doing, who we're booking, what items we're going to be giving away, and, and so what forth. ideas? What ideas we come up with? Right, we're going to come up with creative ideas to promote the show and to be exclusive to this information. Those of you that are are loyal listeners, those of you that that listen every week, you want to be subscribed to our website. You know, don't rely on IG. Don't rely on, on the on the other third party social media networks. We we want to run it through the website because the website is direct information. That means you went in, you typed in our website, and you filled out the the information that we need to have on our side so that we could tell you, hey, we have a new sweater out. Hey, we have a new shirt out. Hey, we're gonna give away this and that. You'll be the first to know when you sign up at our website latives.com right yeah and i love that conversation i was that was exactly what i was expecting if not more you know, you know i didn't expect them to be that deep that spiritually rooted you know because it seems like they were because they have that christian message as well they they're very rooted to that christian message and which is a lot of our native mm-hmm. in native american church i mean the native american church you have a bible there you know you're, you're doing native ceremonies but the bible's there so Even in our Mexican cultura, you know, you got a lot of Catholicism going on, but, you know, you're still going to sweat lodge and everything. So I think they brought that great aspect of balancing it out. Yeah. I mean, I always like talking to people from different parts of the country and, and, and just the way they talk and what they talk about and what they think is cool over here, right? Like, they all have a perception of what's cool in Los Angeles. And Los Angeles is so diverse and so... I mean, one minute, something from the punk genre is popular and everybody's jumping on that. And it's just kind of a bunch of followers, you know, clout chasers or whatever the hell you want to call them. You know, it's, that's, that's the thing of the city. But when you could create an original sound and, and put a lot of work into your art and craft it like it takes time to, because I know that underground hip-hop log didn't just happen overnight, right? You got to grind and make mistakes and learn from those mistakes and You've told me shows, t- told me stories about shows that didn't work out. Yep. And, you know, I, I just want to give a big up to Armando because Armando is really putting together something nice for our Native American community, our Native community, Scratch American. Um, because he sh- books shows. I mean, he has so many connections. He already works with high-profile artists. So for him to dedicate his time to, humbly. So humbly to a community of people that really need a platform, right, Armando? Yeah, yeah. No, pla- absolutely, almost zero platform other than overgiving or... And, and most importantly, for people who want to learn something new. Absolutely. Yeah. 
you have a lot of experience in the game, Zero. Yeah. You know, and this is, I think, the reason why people stay tuned in. Like, as of right now, we got a good solid 10 to 12 solid um, viewers that, you know, stayed with us in this journey of interviewing Mike Bone. And, and that's what this podcast is all about, right? Right. It's so difficult to get people to sign up for the website and then listen to your show entirely. But what we're, what we're doing here is is spreading the information that we need to spread to the community that Armando found a big void in. You know, what, what could I do as a promoter, as a person of indigenous descent? How could I contribute to this community? Right? And he put together this podcast, and here we are, where we get to share information. And with that being said, there's a very important date that's coming up. And I wanted to talk a little bit about that. Go ahead. Um, in our culture, there are four time carriers, right? These are very, very important times of the year that need to be recognized. We're coming up to the winter solstice. It's a very important time because it transitions into the next season. It tells us what place in time we are in. And it's not that simple of just saying, oh, well, today's the December solstice and I know it. But connecting with it. Feel the cold air. Look at the way the sun moves. Because it only happens once a year. And that the day that we mark those transitions in nature is December 21st, the December solstice. Isn't it funny that Christmas is right along that time where we get so hyped up and to go buy gifts and distract ourselves with trying to make someone happy by giving them some sort of a material gift when all you really need in my opinion, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have Jenny speak on her opinion. When all you really need is to connect with that moment in time. It's very specific. Happens once a year or the shortest day of the year, they call it. Right. And then the summer solstice, longest day of the year. It's balanced. You need to recognize and connect to these things as simple as it seems. What you're connecting to is the entire planet and its position in the universe. That's a very powerful thing. So what I want to leave the community with is burn a candle on that day. Even better, burn a fire on that day. Do a tobacco tie. Send a prayer. Because we have transitioned we're transitioning, perpetual motion, diawi, moving forward in our Nahuatl language, diawi, moving forward. And that those important days, you can connect in a way, and that way your spirit is moving in the motion of the great cosmos. But what what are your thoughts on 
December twenty first. I, I think you just nailed it, Ruben. Perfect. Your words are are medicine. Thank and you. I think you know we are a family, and whatever you say is the same prayer that I have. So. Absolutely. You know, I always have to be respectful because we as people that come from a colonized perspective and we're children, like I said, of prisoners of war. We have a very masculine, dominant kind of attitude and I always want to reach, you know, I'll always give you your space to say something. So, so um, tell us a little bit more about these, uh, these drinks that are on the table. Okay. So I thought that, you know, me and my partner and my family have developed a business and this business revolves around superfoods of the ancient culture, the ancient Aztec and Mayan culture. And um, I started thinking one day why these cultures would travel so far. Like, why would somebody, yeah, why would our gente, why would our abuelos go from that far distance to another distance? Because there used to be trade routes between, let's say, Yucatan and Mexico, right? The Caribbean coast. And the, and the central coast, I mean, the central part of Mexico. I was like, why? We didn't have cars. We didn't have planes. We, there was no trains. That's a long way to go. But when I found out that the Mexica people were master growers of spirulina, and I ate spirulina, then I figured out why the hell I would walk that far and make that trip. Because if I could bring home spirulina from the Aztec, people that was healthy i was going to be able to live longer it was going to add to my health my overall health so me and my family we started researching these foods we put them together we developed formulas we make pre-made superfood smoothies and we offer our nutrient powder to our community so that's just one piece of the puzzle to decolonizing your whole entire being because we got to remember they're not all seeing, they're not all knowing, and they're not all powerful. We have our medicine too. We have our wisdom too. It did not die. It did not die. It transitioned into a new life. It went through a new door. And now we are here. Seven generations familia. A partnership who loves each other and the family that they created and that's what we want to inspire our community to be and it's all tied in with health philosophy and intention which is our podcast which is what we're doing right now did i explain that right wow that's amazing <laughs> uh shout out to um and we're gonna give away some of our food too so stay tuned we have a lot of things in store for alley natives shout out to l40 water he said your words are medicine, bro. Thank you so much, brothers. I appreciate you. And just know that these are not my words. These are words that I was able to connect with through my own cell, my own blood cells that live in my body by not rejecting my own self because of the horrible road I had to walk. I just changed the perspective on that road. It wasn't horrible. It was a training ground. It was an obstacle course. It was something the creator knew I can conquer. I just had to see that the road isn't a paved 
beautiful with benches so that you could rest. We've been subjugated, taken advantage of, lied to for five, over 500 years. So it takes a strong warrior to recognize who he is and who he's going to protect in this life. His partner, his family, his children, Mother Earth, Mother Earth community. That's LA Natives, brother. LANativesPodcast.com. That's the website. For, for all the... Um, viewers tuning in please do us a favor and share that website link it's lanativespodcast.com just like how zero said we need to avoid these mainstream social media channels yeah because they're just in it to win it financially it's almost like a trap like like you're the net and all your followers are the fish right and then if you get too popular and you don't say what they want you to say then they just take that net yeah and they take your followers with them yeah so Please sign up to our website. Tell your brothers, tell your sisters, tell whoever you need to know who has a yearning for this type of message to tune into LA Natives. And shout out to Orbelinko. He just subscribed to our website. There you go. This is what it's about. Yeah. One at a time, people. One at a time. And, a and that's all we're asking for, right, Zero? Yeah. Well, we don't want no. We, I mean, if you guys feel the need, to, to fill a void that we want. Like, you guys want to buy a shirt. You guys want to donate to our podcast. Because everybody, you know, this isn't a free thing. You know, we have to pay for all this stuff. So, I mean, we're going to get those channels in line. And I'm not asking of anything from anyone. All I'm asking is if you believe in this message, if you resonate from what Jenny says, what I say, what Armando says, our guests that we go out very hard to find mm -hmm. says, if you're connecting then join the family. Subscribe to our website. Subscribe to our social. We're not saying not to avoid, to avoid the social media, but we're not going to rely on them to keep our message alive because they'll cut us off whenever they want, whenever we disagree. And we disagree on a lot. So shout out to all the loyal listeners. Shout out for taking the time. And really connecting to the message that we have here at LA, LA Natives. We are here every Sundays, 4 p.m. Um, spread that Twitch link as well. Twitch.tv forward slash LA Natives. But like how Zero says, share that website link. Subscribe to our channel. We're going to be sending um, newsletters every week regarding all of our updates, new merchandise, new giveaways. Um yeah, I really appreciate everyone tuning in. Was there any questions out there? Any any community interaction? No, I think we covered everything today. Perfect. My family and I listening, and we love it. Thank you. Shout out to Azteca Maya Danzante. She also just subscribed. She or he also just subscribed as well, stating that sh um, they're sharing this with their familia right now. So and that means really, a lot. You know what I'm really saying? really appreciate I'm, that. I'm used to doing podcasts, you know what I'm saying, outside the realm of, like, having groups of people sit down with their family and, and listening into a podcast that means a lot to me zero you know what i'm saying like the pause one podcast i don't think people are doing it like that <laughs> <laughs> shout out to pause one no well, i mean everybody has their flavor and 
and we're just trying to, you know, we're, we're just sharing our lives. This mm-hmm. isn't not a, this isn't an act for me and my partner, Jenny and Armando, who's dedicated to the hip. But how therapeutic is that for someone to sit down and listen to the podcast and then have their family sit with them? You know, these, uh, these youngsters well, mm, could be kids, exactly. you know, yeah. and then they're seeing you on this camera and they're like, yo, who is he? What is he talking about? Dad, mom, mm. that, that, you know. That's a medicine that that goes back to native culture, right? Because the 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 person of older age or the elder would sit the kids down in front of a fire and tell a story, right? Well, we're gonna tell that story, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, it's not gonna come from a storybook. It's gonna come from truth, because the children need to know the truth. The truth is, we as indigenous people. Are survivors of genocide you know how people look at the jewish people and they give them respect for surviving that horrific event in their lives well we need to recognize ours and so when you sit your children down and you listen to this podcast and you're listening to the message that we have to bring we're bringing back the spirit inside them to be strong and tell them that they could survive anything anything and we're giving them that alternative hip hop compared to what the system is trying to feed them. Mm-hmm. I mean, you feel me, Zero? I think our job, Armando, is to find eclectic artists, artists that are going to challenge and push the boundary of what's being just commercially regurgitated, right? We're, our, that's not our job, right? We didn't go out. Like, taboo interview happened out of love, right? It, it didn't happen because we were in there with the homie from Nike who knew Taboo's manager and, and somehow, some way, we corporately climbed the ladder to catch this artist. If you're seeing an artist on this platform, that artist has something to say. That artist has a deep connection with our ancestors. That artist is willing to lay his life on the line to say something that maybe somebody else doesn't want him to say. He or she doesn't want him to say. So when someone sits down in a community or in a family and they get to share this message together, then we took the iPod out of the hands of the little kid and we connected them with the mom and dad. An organic connection that should never be lost, but sometimes with distractions, it does get lost. And I'm not going to sit here and go, well, my kid doesn't have an iPad. He does. But he also has a strong connection with me. He also knows to sit down when I'm telling him to listen, listen. It's time to listen right now. When we're a ceremony, hey, sit down. When It's time to listen. And if a family does that with our show, man, then we're on the right track. And then, we're always peaking when we're ending the show, Zero. And this serious? is what's great about, you know, being on Twitch, you know, us seeing the, sound, the, the numbers coming in. Mm-hmm. And that just means so much because people are willing to sit down with us throughout this whole podcast. Absolutely. And keep in mind, for anyone that didn't catch this live, you could um, stream it on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify and catch all the archived episodes on our YouTube page. So we're on all the platforms. You know what I like about our community, Armando, is that the messages that I've been receiving have been, I've listened to all three podcasts. I've listened to all the podcasts. It wasn't like, oh, I just found your podcast. It was cool. 
it was like I listened to all of them, which is like what we want to do. You know, that's the, that's what we want to do. All right. Um, anything you want to say before we go? Well, congratulations to the winner, by the way, the beanie, absolutely. Uh, Jr. Fifteen Oxnard. We are definitely going to contact you. Um, and this is real. He just won that beanie. Nice. So um, please, anyone tuning in, share this content. Come back with us this next Monday, and uh, for a chance to win something else. Yeah, we're you know I I have Elvu CDs. I have um, my mixtape. I have. You have shirts, a whole garage full of free merchandise. Just <laughs> subscribe, and you guys will get hooked. Up. Absolutely, absolutely. Follow our follow our website, and. Um, and let's end the show. You know, Jenny, you have any last words? No. Plaza Kamatli, everybody. I love the chat feed today. So grateful for all of you guys uh, chatting with us today. And so grateful. I, I think that's that's the key to my heart is just knowing that you guys are sitting down with your families, you know. So from our family to yours, Plaza Kamatli. And um, most importantly, shout out to all of our new Instagram followers, right, Zero? It's blowing up. Whoa. Like, like by the 30s. Yes, and, and and you obviously we don't have thousands, but I mean it shows the little bit of community that comes together and and is appreciating our message, appreciating the the medicine that we're bringing because all we're doing is three people who have a good heart who want to recognize our community and end the nonsense. End it. You have the power to end. All of it by believing in yourself, by being proud of where you come from, by understanding that there were great heroes that sacrificed their life. There were great master mathematician, architects, philosophers, botanists, priests, all connected to that one source. That lives inside your heart. That one true source. Of life. The grand creator. The creator we can never conceptualize. The creator. That created you. LA Natives podcast. LA Natives. Lasukamatli. Ometeo. See you next Sunday.